Why women don't want a relationship with you. Today we're going to talk about a couple of very interesting opposites in the realms of social dynamics between men and women in their mating dance, in other words, in the dating process, that you are not optimizing currently that are at least partially responsible for you still being single. If you're a man with a busy career or your own business and you want to find the right girlfriend or life partner, then this video is for you. The first one we're going to talk about is leading versus following. Should you as a man be the leader in the relationship? Should the woman be the leader in the relationship? And what is that supposed to look like? Obviously, this subject in and of itself could be a three-hour discussion that's not very politically correct, but I want to give you a couple of important insights. I do believe that women want the man to be proactive. Now, being proactive as a man, moving things forward does not ever mean doing anything she doesn't want to do. It never means telling women what to do. Quick little story. Fernanda, I asked her today when we went for a walk in the park, what were some, in preparation for this video, what were some of the reasons that you did not decide to enter a relationship with a guy who was clearly hitting on you? And she said once she went on a date with a guy, very intelligent man, very, just a win, just a win, you know, just a guy who wins in life. And she said that she didn't want to go into a relationship with a guy because the guy walked her home and he didn't even have the balls to kiss her. He walked her home, but he never made the move. And she said, I'm not going to be the one to kiss you. That's your job. Now, are there some women out there who will be happily the first one to make the move to kiss you? Absolutely. And that's fine. But a lot of women are going to expect you to assume the role of the leader in the relationship. Again, it does not mean not doing any, it does not mean doing anything she doesn't want to do. It does not mean telling her what she needs to be doing. That's not what this is about. But it's about not placing the burden of proactivity on her. You have to be the one to make the offer to move things forward. If you walk her home at the end of the first date, offer her the kiss. It's very important. And the kiss is only ever an offer. It really is only ever an offer. But if you don't make her the offer, how is she supposed to say yes? There's a million more ways within which this manifests. But understand that you need to step up and be the leader in terms of being proactive. Now, what's the counterpoint to that? Some people, and I don't want to trash talk anybody, but some people think the man has to be the leader all the time. I think if you're a leader all the time, then you're in a relationship. I wouldn't even say that you're in a relationship with an employee because even with my employees, I'm not the leader all the time. Yes, obviously, I'm the leader all the time, but I take in their feedback. I'm really interested in their ideas. I'm really interested in hearing where they think I could optimize. But if you are the leader all of the time, you're in a relationship essentially with a slave. And even though part of you may crave that, part of you wants to be with a woman who's agreeable and you don't want to have unnecessary fights, and I agree with that, you should not be with a woman who wants to fight and argue all the time unnecessarily, 100%. That's just not necessary. That's just a huge lack of compatibility. You don't need that headache. But, so I understand that part of you that craves that at the same time, one of the greatest joys that comes from being in a relationship is the fact that every now and then she gets to lead. And her leading does not mean telling you what to do. For example, with my ex-wife, I've told the story several times, where many years ago we went for a walk when I was still with her. 
and I didn't have any idea about dating and relationships and social dynamics, we went for a walk on a beautifully sunny Sunday afternoon in Dublin. There's not that many of these sunny days in Dublin. So we decided to go for a walk. And I know I'm a ginger. I know I have white skin. I know I burn quite easily. So we go for a walk. And after two minutes, she says, David, you should put on sun protection. I said, oh, wow. Give me 20, 30 minutes. And then I'm going to put it on. I appreciate the concern. But give me 20, 30 minutes. She said, no, no, you should put it on right now. I'm going to put it on later. Thank you. You should put it on right now. And since I didn't listen to her advice, she decided to walk ahead and ignore me for three hours. So that's not what you want either. And I'm trying to make her a bad person. She definitely wasn't a bad person. Probably she had a bad day or whatever. But it does not mean telling each other what to do. But when Fernanda leads, it's her saying, David, well, actually, I think we should do this. And then we have a discussion about the thing in and of itself based on its merits. It's not that I am the leader just because or she is the leader just because. A real good relationship is an interplay between leading and following, leading and following. And I do believe that more often than not, women need the man to be the leader, to step up and say, let's do this. The magic words when it comes to leading are let's, let's go here, let's do this. Babe, which dress looks better, the red one or the black one? This one. Even if you don't have a fucking preference, Pick one because she needs you to have an opinion. She needs you to be a leader. So, as I said, this subject could go a lot deeper. We could have a three-hour discussion about this in and of itself. And these discussions do take place in my coaching program, for example, at a much deeper level. But these are a couple of important points. The key takeaway for the first one that we're talking about, because there's a couple more that I want to address here today, is be proactive. If I were to say to Fernanda, let's go and watch this movie. And she were to say, well, I would much rather go and play volleyball tonight. And if I don't really care, then absolutely, I'm happy to go along with playing volleyball. But that can be taken to an extreme where some men are in relationships with women that constantly need to fight them for no reason. They always need to argue for no fucking reason whatsoever. And you don't need that either because that's just called being a pain in the ass and your life quality is going to decrease rapidly. 90% of the time, 95%, 99% of the time, Fernanda and I just agree. I say, let's go here. Fernanda say, cool, of course. Because she's happy to go along with it unless there's a good reason not to. And then I listen to her more often than not. Next one, being too fun as opposed to being too serious. This is water, by the way. You should drastically reduce your alcohol consumption. I've spoken about that at length in other videos. Most men of you, most guys, are way too serious. You're way too logical in your approach to the date. You have to understand she will never come to the date for a logical exchange of information. She doesn't want to hear you ramble on about a sequence of events that took place. Did you ever notice how men talk as opposed to how women talk? Men talk about, I got up, I went to the hotel, I brushed my teeth, I went to the gym, I went to the meeting, it was awesome, got back down to the hotel, Perhaps another workout, more meetings, went to sleep, boom, that's it. We talk about the events. Whereas when women talk about something, oh my God, I just met Christine and I told her about how I bought this new painting and she didn't even ask where I bought it. And she didn't even know, ask me how the painting made me feel. And ah, oh, women talk is an imperfect example. I'm aware of that. But women talk way more about how they feel in relation to the storyline, how the events made them feel as opposed to the 
logical and objective sequence of events. That's very important. So you need to communicate, not like a woman, but you have to communicate more at an emotional level as opposed to a logical level. This goes very, very, very deep, but just at a high level. Understand that most of the time you're being too serious. You need to become more fun. You need to become way more playful. It is not about logic. Leave the seriousness at work. Now, that being said, let's jump to the other extreme. Some people, some men, they become too funny, almost infantile. They're trying to be the joker. They're trying to be the entertainer, and then she can't take you serious. Anyway, if every sentence, if every second sentence is a joke, and you're not able to have any conversation with any degree of substance either, well, then she won't be able to appreciate you for the man you are either. Now, Who needs what advice? Some men need to become more fun. Some need to become more serious. Most of you, and I know that from years of working with men, with clients from 27 different countries, are too logical and a little bit too serious in your approach. So understand that you most likely need to become more fun, but not to an extreme where you can't value your own spoken word anymore. Next, not moving things forward at all versus escalating too quickly. Some men, they touch women inappropriately, which is never okay. Some women, they go in for the kiss too easily. Some men, they want to be sexting before they've even met for the date, you know, sexting, being very intimate via texting. Some men, they just move things forward into an intimate realm way too quickly, and that's not okay. You always have to read your signals, and you always have to do that very, very calibrated. Again, Each of the things that I'm talking about here could be an hour-long discussion in and of itself. But just at a high level, I want you to take these things away. Now, some other men, they don't move things forward at all, as we spoke about earlier. Now, moving things forward can be considered a component of leadership, even though leadership is much bigger than just moving things forward intimately. That's why I wanted to address this one separately. You have to move things forward. Now, calibrate it respectfully, Whenever she's uncomfortable, if you can perceive she's comfortable or if she tells you verbally that she's uncomfortable, you immediately create space. It's absolutely important because some men are on a date with a woman and they think it's going really well, but she's absolutely not interested in you. Either because you made mistakes in your communication, more often than not, it's because you made mistakes in your communication, and sometimes because she's just not interested in you. And you're not supposed to be moving things forward verbally or physically if she's uncomfortable. So you'll have to learn to read her signals. And in this whole dating and relationship thing, that's the beauty of it. You as a man always have to make the offer. And then it's her job to decide whether she wants to opt in or opt out. And she gets to decide that all the time. She's in or out. She's in or out. She's in or out. At any point in time, she can decide to leave. And it's fine because The reason I'm telling you guys to get so many options is because if you have a lot of options, it doesn't matter whether any particular individual wants to move things forward with you or not. It really doesn't matter. And you have an utter lack of neediness regarding any particular individual because you create an abundance of options for yourself by mastering online dating or by learning to meet women in real life respectfully and effectively. So, move things forward or slow things down. Ask yourself, where am I at? Am I moving things forward too quickly? Slow things down. Are you not moving things forward at all? Make her the offer and then let her decide. Next one, confidence and humility. Women love men that are not just confident, but overly confident. It's true. You need to be 
overly confident if you want to be successful in your dating and your relationship life. Now, you might say, David, that's not who I am. I'm quite a humble person. I'm really not this overly confident fuckboy swag guy. Fine. No problem. You don't need to become this alpha dude. Not necessary at all. But you do have to be playfully overly confident. Confidence is probably the most important thing that I help my clients with. If you want my help with that, apply for a free initial consultation call with the link underneath this video, this podcast, wherever this episode may be posted. Let me help you with that. It's really something that you need to establish. So you need to become overly confident because if you question yourself, if you have any sense of insecurity, self-doubt on the date, she's going to notice that and it's going to turn her off instantly. Counterpoint to that. Women also want a man who's humble. I was just looking over to see, what's the opposite of confidence again? Because I don't even know, because I'm so confident. Just talking shit, just joking. You also want to be humble. You also want to be a relatable person. And while being overly confident is definitely attractive and it builds attraction, it doesn't build too much trust. So just understand that as much as you want to be overly confident because it's a super attractive quality, you also have to have a degree of humility. That being said, most of you, 98% of the clients that come to me, they don't need to be taught humility. That's your default mode. Your default mode is humility, is being humble. So you need to move more into that direction. Remember, it's always all of these are not so much opposites, but like opposite ends of a spectrum. And ask yourself which direction you gradually need to move into or actually rapidly need to move into. You should make jumps towards the direction of confidence sooner rather than later because the more time you spend in insecurity, the more second and third dates you're going to miss out on because women are going to want to meet you again for a second or third date if you sit there absolutely insecurely. That being said, if you just talk about yourself and you're overly confident to the extent where it's arrogant, they're not going to want to meet you again either because you haven't built a sufficient amount of connection. In other words, trust. Next, gentleness versus teasing. I believe in gentleness. I believe in kindness because the base for any relationship is kindness and being gentle, encouraging each other, and that's super important. That being said, most of you, most likely, if you're watching this, you are already a man who's very gentle. You are already very nice. And being nice is amazing. And you should try to make an effort to be nice. Because there's a lot of assholes in the world. So try to be nice. That being said, you need to, if you're there, you need to look at the other end of the spectrum, which is playful teasing. Or rather, the end of the spectrum is being an asshole. You don't want to be an asshole where you're absolutely inconsiderate of, some, inconsiderate of somebody's feelings, but you do need to move towards the direction of teasing. Now, teasing is not a tactic. Teasing is a natural phenomenon that occurs within almost all human dynamics. Whenever you see people who are truly at ease with each other, men amongst each other, women amongst each other, a man and a woman amongst each other, a fucking dog and a man amongst each other, there is a degree of playfulness, of dancing, of teasing. Dogs like to tease you. I love dogs. I don't have time for a dog personally, but at some point I absolutely want to get a dog. My father, six months ago or so, got a dog. It's amazing. 
The dog loves teasing him, loves playing him. Now, obviously, the way a dog teases you is a bit different. He may do it with a stick. He may give it to you, then he might run away, and he's happy. Teasing each other is such a beautiful part of life. If you don't have the ability to tease her, one, because you don't know how to apply for a free initial consultation call if you want the strategies in detail. Second, you lack the confidence. In other words, you're afraid of losing her if you tease her. You miss out on so much joy and playfulness in the moment. Teasing each other is truly one of the things that makes life worth living. Just think about it. There's the big events during the day. You may have work, you may have gym, and you may have perhaps a social occasion. Okay. But what if in between work and gym, you were to meet a friend of yours or even at work with a coworker, never date women from work. I'm just purely talking about a friendship level for this particular example here. You tease each other with your coworkers. Boom. There's so much happiness created in that moment. I believe, and I was actually on a coaching call with some of the clients earlier, and I was talking about the fact that you can systematically infuse your life with happiness. And one of the ways to do that, to do that, to do that is a German accent coming through. One of the ways to do that is to tease each other. It's to be so at ease with each other's presence, being respectful, obviously, because there's certain to-dos when it comes to teasing and certain things you should never do because otherwise teasing can become disrespectful. So that's important. An example is never tease her for something she can't change about her visual appearance, right? Ideally, tease her for something that she just said or tease her for a facial expression in a playful and warm and kind way. But doing that could bring so much life and so much joy to the situation. So ask yourself, where are you? Are you a little bit too playful? Do you need to become a little bit more gentle? And teasing is not the opposite of gentle. You can be gentle and tease each other. But in the moment where you're teasing her, obviously it's a little poke, it's a little negative, pardon me, emotional spike. And that's important because on the day you want to create emotional spikes. So there's way more of these dynamics that we haven't touched on today, but pay attention to them. Little summary, leading versus following, too fun versus too serious, not moving things forward at all, or escalating things too quickly, confidence versus humility, and gentleness versus teasing. If you want me to help you with a personal, if you want to learn all these things in detail, if you want to find the right girlfriend or life partner, simply apply for a free initial consultation call with the link underneath this video. Either way, I hope you got a lot of value from this. Really put these things into practice. Reflect on the dates that you've had in the past. Say, hmm, where am I when it comes to confidence and humility? Where am I when it comes to gentleness and teasing? And which direction do I need to move into? Which direction should I move the needle towards to optimize my outcomes? Which is second or third dates with the right kind of women that then eventually lead to an amazing, fulfilling relationship. I wish you all the best.